Yeah. All right, and welcome back to another edition of the Leo G Show. I am Leo G, and podcasting is what I do. I have fun with it. I always do. So this is another edition, and I'm here tonight. I got a good episode. I got good people. We just gonna roll with it. We're gonna talk about what we're gonna talk about. I don't know if Jay's gonna show up. He might. I don't know, but we'll see. But I do have another one of my my good buddies, man. We're gonna talk some footy tonight. We're gonna talk some soccer, uh, uh, international football. Whatever you call it, we're going to talk it tonight. Uh, we're going to bring it to the table. So I'm not even going to waste any time. I got my man Reggie in the building tonight with me. What's going on, Reggie? What is going on, man? I am good. Thank you, man. Hey, man, it's it's always good to have you on the show, man. I always appreciate you coming and blessing the Leo G show, man, and talking about football, man, because, I mean, you know, it's something that we're passionate about, man. It's the beautiful mm-hmm. game, and I love discussing it with you, man, for real. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's nothing to me. It's nothing better. Well, boxing's close, but nothing better. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. You know, so we're gonna jump right into it, man. Since you know, like I said, Jay might show up. He might not. Who knows? I don't know. We're gonna keep you guessing tonight. But um, we're rolling right along, man. So we 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 we're in the, we're in the EPL pretty deep right now, Reggie. We might get to that a little later. But I wanted to discuss a couple of other things with you, man. Uh, starting out. So there's a lot of stuff going on. One thing we do know, Reggie, is the MLS is coming back. We coming back with the MLS, right? April mm. is coming. It's right around the corner as we record right now, man. We're less than a month away. Are you excited or what? You know what? I am really excited, but mostly because of my team. I ain't thinking about nobody else but Atlanta United right now. <laughs> hey, man. Look, look, man, nobody else matters. As far as I'm concerned, when we first came into the league, we played like we didn't belong in the league, and I want us to get back to that. Hey, I'm with you, brother. I was there, man. Like, I was just talking to my man. Shout out to my man, Banks, man. We was just talking about it. We talked about it on the last podcast I did. You know, it's been – I think I said it's five years, but I think it's – it feels like forever, but I think I want to say it's been four years, if I'm not mistaken, 2017 to 2021, the first game we had – Bobby Dodd, Georgia Tech. We've talked about this several times on the podcast before, Reggie, man. Just the nostalgia aspect of it. And that very mm-hmm. first game against the Red Bulls, man, and just being there at Bobby Dodd in the parking lot, man. Mm-hmm. And just the vibe, man. And looking at it now where we are, man, it's it's been it's been it's been a ride. I mean, you can, I guess, maybe take out 2020 because because of covid of course i got i keep having to say this we're still dealing with the pandemic people wear your mask get vaccinated if you can but yeah outside of 2020 being the way it was it's been it's been something special with this team right yeah definitely definitely man all i can say is that first game man i, I hate to go back there but that first game blew my mind when i was in that first game that's when i knew i was like you know what I'm hooked. I was already hooked before I got there because I was already into my team in the, in the Premier League. That's when Borman had just gotten promoted. So I was already watching the Premier League. I was watching it and trying to get into it. But to be there in person and everybody was standing, man, 50,000 people. And when Yamil, when, look, when Amelia, uh, when Yamil Asad scored Sorry. that first goal, yeah, oh yeah. man, that was that was that was wild, man. It was wild. I mean, I knew I knew it was going to be. And I, don't get me wrong, Reggie. I think you and I both kind of we took a back seat because we really didn't know what to expect. I mean, mm-hmm. we knew there was a lot of a lot of 
stuff going into it leading up to that moment. There were a lot of people that had paved the way off the blank, bringing the team to the city and mm-hmm. Don Garber and everything leading up to that point. But just that night, it was just so nostalgic. It was just so special, man, to just see it all coming to fruition. Because none of us, we joke about it, Reggie. None of us knew, like you just said, how big it was going to be and just how we started out, man, and, and and the supporter section and everybody standing, man. It was like, okay, what do we do? But we kind of, we, we figured it out. We moved forward, man. And you being one of the uh, one of the capos for Footy Mob, man. You know, you, we figured it out, moved into Mercedes Benz, and we're grooving now, man. It, it is yeah. what it is. It's it's Atlanta United. It's it, it is it is a the only way I can describe it is it is a movement, brother. It's a it movement. Is. It is, and I'm gonna tell you the first time people come, like I'll bring a cousin, I'll bring a family, I'll bring somebody, a friend, whomever. The first time they come, they just get blown away. They're like, "Oh man, this was fun. This was." <laughs> <laughs> and then they want to come back. And I'm like, yeah, I know you want to come back. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So tonight, man, we're going to try to get it. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about MLS it's coming back in April. We're going to talk about uh, the contenders and we're going to talk about some pretenders. Um, I'm going to get Reggie's opinion uh, on that. We're going to talk a little bit about um, some Premier League if we can, depending on how much time we got Reggie going into the show. We'll talk a little bit about the Premier League. I know you're always a game to talk about that. And we're going to talk heavily about Atlanta United if I can squeeze it in and, and just some of the moves that they make because, I mean, we're so a part of, of that organization. So starting out, though, Reggie, something that I want to talk to you about that has hit the headlines and somebody that we're very familiar with in, in the world of football, and that's uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Hmm. I hope I said that right. <laughs> you said it right. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Right. So <laughs> he, he's been doing this thing. If you don't know who he is, man, he's been he's he's a talented football player that has been playing for quite some time. He played for Manchester. Shout out Manchester United. He played for Manchester United. Um, he's played for quite a few teams. He's a Swedish player. Um, and he was here in the MLS a couple of years back playing for the L.A. Galaxy. And he's no stranger to controversy. Right, Reggie? I, I think we could both agree, man. This dude like no. He's, Exactly. He's lot to learn. I mean, he's his larger than life. He's one of these these players that is larger than life. He is Zlatan. That's just it is what it is. So so basically, man, he has gotten into this thing and now him and LeBron James of NBA fame, the LeBron James, King I'm sorry, not King, Kane. Kane James. <laughs> right. Of, 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 of NBA fame, none other than LeBron James, of course. I don't I don't think I even need to I, I just say his name. You already know what's up. So mm-hmm. now they're, they're going back and forth. So, Reggie, just I think you already know what's going on. Zlatan made some comments uh, not too long ago about athletes, you know, and their place in the world and where they should stay and, and, and what they should do. And then, of course, LeBron came on and kind of made a rebuttal to that. So basically, just to kind of give you a, to sum it up, like Zlatan is of the cloth of athletes should be athletes, right? Athletes kind of take things that they do and make the world better being athletes, right? So when we watch sports and we see athletes, that's what they do. That's their gift to the world, right? Uh, professional athletes and say, you know, they kind of just say, hey, we, we take you away from everything else that's going on once you watch this soccer game or this football game. And that's what we should stick to is playing soccer, football, basketball, whatever. 
Well, LeBron kind of took that as a, maybe a jab. And and basically, the, the kind of set that up, I'm sorry, was that I guess Latin was trying to lead in that athletes should kind of stay out of political stuff, right? Mm-hmm. To, stay, to stay out of a lot of political stuff that's going on and just be athletes. And LeBron kind of took issue with that and said, no, you know, as athletes, we have, as professional athletes, we have a platform. And if there's something mm-hmm. going wrong, we have, we have a responsibility to address those issues. And I think that uh, mm-hmm. all, of, all of the major sports, especially, you know, coming off what happened in 2020 with a lot of the black, uh, black lives matters movement and just all of the social injustice that was going on. And it's been going on. People have been speaking out and we can go all the way back to, you know, Colin Kaepernick and talk about a few other things, but, so, Reggie, I just want to get your opinion on Zlatan versus LeBron, man. How do you feel about this situation, and, and, and where do we go from here with this, right? Man, look, the way I feel about it is sometimes people don't know when to stay out of the other lane, you know? I think this is one of those times where you have an athlete like Zlatan who doesn't even realize he's in a place of privilege. You know, as a white man playing a sport, he does not see that he's in a place of a place of privilege. So from his, you know, from his point of view, yes, you can always say uh, stay out of politics. Yes, you can always say, you know, don't do, you know, let's just go ahead and play and entertain. Because, see, when he gets in his car and he's on his way home, you know, he doesn't have to worry about getting a phone call saying that a family member got stopped by the police or so-and-so got shot or he doesn't have to worry about, you know, voters registration. He doesn't have to worry about elections. He doesn't. So there, there are a lot of things that as a black person in any country and specifically as an African-American in this country, he has no clue. He doesn't even, he doesn't even understand what that means. This is someone who is completely disconnected from the African-American community and he doesn't realize what's been happening with us in this country since we got here. And so for him to say what he said, to me, that just showed, one, he was ignorant, you know, two, he didn't care that he was ignorant. And three, you know, he, in my opinion, he's he's racist. And he said some questionable things even before he got to LeBron, because he got into it with uh, with Roman Lukaku. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I and I and I actually watched that clip, and he, you know, he was saying all kinds of stuff. He talked about the man's mother. He said, "Go ahead and get into some. Go ahead, go back home and do your voodoo." You know, he was saying a lot of things that were very racist. And some people, you know, wanted to clap. I won't say clap back, but they wanted to say, "Well, you know, he's friends with Pogba and he's friends with this person." I said to myself, and I said to them, "I don't care who he's friends with." I don't care if he's friends with all the brothers on the, on the other side of the street. He's racist and he's disconnected and he's insensitive and he doubled down. That's the thing that bothered me about it. After LeBron said what he said, you know, Zlatan comes back and says, pretty much, I said what I said. I'm like, I'm like, bro, look here, let me tell you something. And I didn't have to say it. I think it was um, Isaiah Thomas said it. Not not um, was Isaiah from Detroit, but the current Isaiah Thomas told him to shut your ass up. And that's <laughs> how I feel. I'm like, you know, this ain't your lane. Stay over there yeah. in Europe and do what you do. I, I do feel, so Reggie, I do feel as though it, I, I, I have strong feelings about what he said. I mean, I don't think 
I think that if you have a platform, you need to use your platform in whatever way mm-hmm. you feel that you need to do it. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I think he cannot he 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 cannot understand because of who he is and because of the privilege that he has what's going on with a lot of the things going on in this world. And I mean we if you have a platform and a big platform as such as world sports, especially like him, you have to respect the fact that players are, are going to want to put that stuff out there, man, to, to, to see change, to seek change. You know, I go back to some of, you know, like Muhammad Ali and you can go back to a lot of other athletes, you know, back during the civil rights movement and moving all the way mm-hmm. forward. You, you have to be able, I mean, even if it's just small, it doesn't have to be big on a large scale. Even if it's just small, you know, mm-hmm. get it out there, put it out there, speak your piece. And let it be known. I do. I, I I feel strongly about if you have a platform that you need to be able to use it for good. And I think that you know, I'm, I'm shout out to LeBron for doing what he did and saying what he said. I I think Le, yes, Zlatan is a little ignorant. And I think somebody needs to sit down and talk to him about what's going on. I think that conversation needs to be had with him. Yes, he's probably friends with Pogba and a lot of other black players, but there needs to be a conversation had with him about what's really going on because he sees it, but then he has blinders on because it doesn't directly affect him. Like you said, it doesn't directly affect his way of life. So mm-hmm. I just, wanted, I just want to talk about that for a minute and touch on it because it's, it was a big thing here that, that I was seeing in the soccer world and the community and what happened. And of course, like you said, Reggie, the whole thing with him and Lukaku, that was, that was crazy. I've been watching soccer for a minute and I haven't seen like Lukaku was really, he really wanted oh, to take his head off, man. He, he wanted to fight him for real. He said, what'd you say about my mother? I mean, I watched that whole thing from beginning to end. He's like, what'd you say about my mother? I will take care yeah. of you. And I said, I'll take care of you in the dressing room. The thing that I wanted to say also, one last thing was that, you know, the thing that bothers me a lot about what's happening with uh, Zlatan is that he plays in Italy and he plays in a league that is known for his racist behavior. He's got teammates, including including Lukaku, where they're making monkey noises in the stands, where they're throwing bananas on the pitch, where they are seeing and threatening people's families. And so for him to say, you know, stay out of politics, he has to understand that every black player that hits that pitch, as soon as he steps on the pitch, is political, whether he wants it to be or not. The thing that happened with Raheem Sterling and what he was going through and with Manchester Manchester City and a lot of black players um, in the league, in the Premier League even, in England, they are dealing with a lot of racism, a lot of stuff. And so when a player like Zlatan, who is so removed from all that, says something like that, I don't think you can just sit him down, man. I think at some point you just got to write him off. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, I, I would hope that at some point he he can, he would sit down and, and, and could actually understand. But like you said, I don't know. Maybe we, we'll see. That's that's a topic of a conversation for another time. So moving along, I, like I said, I wanted to touch on that for a minute because it was a, it was a big thing going on. I just wanted to get your opinion on that, Reggie. But we're going to move right along. We're going to talk about now some MLS. MLS is coming back. <laughs> yes, sir. MLS is coming back. So we're going to talk about MLS for a while, man. April, it, it can't come fast enough. The preseason schedule is out. We got, you know, preseason games starting as early as next week. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, with Atlanta United, I'm looking at it now. You got Chicago, Atlanta United, 
shout out Austin FC who's coming into the league, right? Um, we get, we we're, we we're about, we're about to start, we're about to fire we about to fire this thing on up up, man. So look, I want to talk a little bit about the contenders and what to look for going into this season, right? Last year was crazy. I don't, I don't need to get into the details. We, we, we were dealing with a pandemic. We had to shut it down. And Reggie, you know, we talked about this a little bit beforehand, man. You know, we went to Nashville. Everything was great. Season started off. And then all of a sudden, man, you know, this virus hit us, man. And it just took us into a tailwind. Shout out to the MLS. Shout out to the MLS for being able to do a tournament in Orlando and then being able to get things back in motion later on uh, in the year and actually finishing out the season. Shout mm-hmm. out to all of like really shout out to all of the sports leagues for doing what they did, man, and, and trying to give us some kind of normalcy. I know it was crazy and it was like, yo, we, we kind of like sports is not really on the on the table right now. But, I, I, you know, for the most part, I think, Reggie, I think most of the sport leagues did a good job of giving us something, right? They, they mm-hmm. did. And they then, did. And, go ahead. No, no, no. I would say no, they did. I think uh, because the sport, I think because soccer is on the periphery in America, um, MLS and and the other leagues um, internationally did not get a lot of shine for what they were able to pull off, man. But playing in empty, empty stadiums, they were the first ones to do that. You know, they were the first ones to to really put down that protocol for, for COVID. And I mean... For MLS is back to what they did, like you said, man, last season, that was impressive. You know, everyone was talking about the NBA, but everybody forgets that MLS is actually a, a, a league in America, and they pulled yeah. it off. They did. They, 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 And I think they were, before the NBA, I think they were the first ones to, to do the bubble and go down to Orlando and do the tournament. Um so, like I said, shout out to MLS and what they were able to accomplish and what they were able to do. So, moving forward, now we're in, you know going into twenty twenty one, starting the season. You know, we're starting the season a little late, maybe a month or so off, um, with how we usually started. Because I think around this time last year we had already played our first game. We went up to mm-hmm. Nashville. Shout out Nashville, their inaugural game up there. It's crazy how they had to come into the league in, in such a crazy year. But hopefully, mm-hmm. moving forward, hopefully moving forward, Reggie, that will be a a great rivalry, man. Um, I had so much fun at that game. Like, yes, sir. <laughs> you know, we, we so we 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 were like trying to figure out like when we came into the league, like who was going to be our rival, how was this going to work? We needed something fun to have between you know uh, regional cities. Initially, starting out, it was with Orlando SC, right? I didn't feel like that was a good fit for us, but that was the close. That was at the time that was the closest city to us. So from a regional standpoint, that's that's what it was, and we made it what it was, and we we kind of own them now. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie, how do you feel about the Atlanta United Nashville SC rivalry moving forward? After you, the first game we had last year with them, obviously was pretty big. Open up a. A stadium. I, I want to say we probably had about sixty, seventy thousand people there for that game, right? How do you mm-hmm. feel about that moving forward once we get over this pandemic and really can get into the meat of some real seasons, man? Do you feel like this is something that's that's going to be organic and and we can actually have some fun with this? I do, man. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think one of the biggest things about the Nashville and even Charlotte coming in next year 
Charlotte's got a team that's coming in next season. And I think the good thing about these two teams, specifically, though, Nashville, dude, they're close. And when we went to that game, I've been to an away game. You know, I've been to away games before. I think my first one, I went to D.C., but it was we were under 100. I think it might have been 80 of us, you know, maybe 90. But then you turn around and you go to Nashville and there's thousands of us in Nashville. I mean, when we were on the road driving up to Nashville, the funny thing is all you saw were just cars driving past you with flags and paraphernalia. People were honking their horns at you. You get to the city itself, man, and we are everywhere. It felt like a home <laughs> game. It felt like a home game to see everybody there. And I think one of the best parts about it was that, you know, unlike in Europe, man, nobody's fighting other teams. Everybody was nice to us. We were nice to them. They opened the city to us, man. And um, it was just a great time. I see, and not to mention the fact that people forget Nashville made the playoffs. So they're not, they're not bad. They're not a bad team. So part of a rivalry is, you know, legitimate competition. And I, I think they will give us some serious competition. Absolutely, man. It was so fun, man. It was so great to see you there, man. And, I, you know, it's going to be one of those Southern Fried rivalries, man. And like you said, with Charlotte coming in, it's going to kind of be like, a, I think, a triangle, a triangle cup, man. I think that we need to kind of organically figure out how we're going to do this between Charlotte, Nashville, and Atlanta being that there's like a now a triangle of, of, of southern teams here now in the MLS. No, for real. I'm serious. No, Reggie, no, like, no. I don't think you understand, man. A lot of people are talking about having a little something, something. So be on the lookout. That's what I'll say about that. <laughs> yeah, man. So I'm 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 looking forward to it, man. And I had a lot of fun up there, man. So so moving on, moving on, man. Um Season's gonna be starting up pretty soon. We 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 know what happened last year. So we had the MLS's back tournament down in in Orlando. I want to say Portland. Portland won that tournament down there in Orlando. Um, then we started the season back up, and Columbus ended up winning uh, winning it all and win, winning the MLS uh, championship. If I'm not mistaken, I Reggie, my memory does is not as good as it used to be. I want to say Philly ended up winning the supporter shield. If I'm not mistaken. I believe uh, so. Yeah, I believe I believe Philly won, man. Mm. I believe it was Philly that won the Shield. So we had Portland that won the MLS's back tournament, Columbus who actually won the, the championship, and, and Philly, of course, Philly. So now, Reggie, moving forward, 2021, it's still too early to tell. We just talked about this a little bit off air. Still too early to tell. Who are the contenders? So I'm going to throw a couple of names out there to you, Reggie, and I want you to – we're going to kind of talk about these teams and, and how we feel about – whether or not they're going to be some contenders in 2021, right? So mm-hmm. the first the first team I want to talk about is LAFC, right? LAFC came into the league a couple of years ago. They came in and made a lot of noise. Uh, the second team in the second largest city in this country, uh, I think it was a long time coming for them to have a second team in LA, and they came in big. Bob Bradley, the coach out there, uh, came in with cats like uh, Carlos Vela, uh, Latif Blessing, mm-hmm. um, Diego Rossi, they came in hard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about them moving into 2021, man, and 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 being a contender for this thing? Well, honestly, I I, I really see us. I see Atlanta United versus LAFC in the MLS Championship, and we winning the whole thing. I'm just gonna go right to right to the cut with it because okay, okay. 
Because LAFC, they got humbled. They got humbled in a big way. And I think they needed that because for a long time, they were playing as if they felt like they deserved the supporter shield. They felt like they deserved to be in the Western Conference Finals. And I think they got got some 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 humble pie. And, I, and that's good. But I also think that they are going to make some tweaks and they're going to come back extremely hungry and trying to um, trying to take it away. So I, I can see them giving Seattle and Portland a hard, hard run for it in the Western Conference. Absolutely. Which brings me to my next team. Want to know if they're going to be a contender or not, Reggie. I'm going to kick it to you, man. The Seattle Sounders, who lost to the, the Columbus crew and, of course, the final. Seattle has been one of those teams, man, that have, have – has been a strong, strong team in the West. Mm-hmm. They've given us, they've given us fits with Atlanta United, of course, mm-hmm. in this their style of play and and what they're able to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about them moving forward? I'm, like I said, of course, it's very, very early, but just uh, on the onset of this, Reggie, how do you feel about them moving forward out there in the West and and them being contenders? Um, I see them going deep in the playoffs, and it's really going to be, I think. Um, I think they're going to be the ones who lose the, uh, the the Western Conference final to LAFC. I see Portland kind of kind of being up in the mix of it. I see those three really kind of fighting it out amongst themselves. But then eventually, I see um, I do see Seattle kind of falling falling off in in the um, in the semifinal, or actually the final, the Western Conference final. Okay, okay. So we'll move around, move along to the next team. Contender or not, Reggie, a, a team that I've, I I kind of respect, man, and I have a lot of respect for since I've been watching MLS, man. They have, you know, one of the original teams that came into the league, and and like I said, they they won everything last year, and that's the Columbus Crew. Um, we we lost one one of our key, like the and my the, the magician, man, the guy that made everything happen with Atlanta United when we won the championship a couple of years ago, Darlington Nagby, man, yeah, man, I, I can't say enough good things about that guy, man. Like mm-hmm. watching the game and studying the game and watching him in the midfield, man, it was magical. Man, this guy mm-hmm. like literally had the skill sets to play midfield like none other. Man, he connected mm-hmm. passes. He mm-hmm. he pushed the attack. He slowed things down. Mm-hmm. He was able to to do some defending, man. I mean, I we can't get this guy enough credit, man. When he was here, man, he was a very integral part of us winning the championship. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why Columbus won. Honestly, I think that's why they won the championship is because he controlled the midfield, man. You couldn't get the ball off him. And I think that's one of the reasons we won the championship is that you could not get the ball off Nagby. And when he was gone, it was very obvious. It is def- You cannot replace him. What you have to do when Nagby leaves you, you have to bring <laughs> other players around to kind of complement what you're doing. That's the only thing you can do. Absolutely, man. He he was a big part, man, of like I said, our championship run. And he was a big part of Columbus uh actually winning it all. Um, you know, he was the, he was homesick, man. He wanted to go back home. A guy, he Ohio native. Um, he he had much success. You know, came from Portland, uh, and then he came here to Atlanta, won a championship, man, and then goes to Columbus and win the championship there. Of course, mm-hmm. uh there there's some other big names there in Columbus. Uh you got uh Bradley Wright Phillips, who's uh, there, who's who's a strong forward that's mm-hmm. played for several teams in the MLS. He started out with the Red Bulls. Of course, we had a big disdain from him 
the first couple of seasons uh, in the league, man. I remember, man, he gave us some fits, Reggie, man, up there mm-hmm. with the Red Bulls. Then he went out to L.A. for If I'm not mistaken, he went out to L.A. for a minute and he ended up with the crew. Uh, and another guy who's a part of the, the U.S. national team, man, is, uh, is Zardis. Man, I can't I can't speak enough about him, man. It, that dude there, man, is is world man, class, man. Man, 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 man. Oh, what? Nah, what? Nah. <laughs> I don't care about you know what well, you know why his artist is so good. He's got a he's got a cast around him to make him look good. I think if he was somewhere else, he wouldn't be that good, man. So you think it's a bunch of hype, huh? You just, it's just I, hype. I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan, man. Matter of fact, the way I see Columbus right now, to be honest, when I see Columbus, I see them and Philly beating up each other so bad. That's one reason why we end up in the Eastern Conference and being uh, and going to the MLS Cup because I think uh, Philly and Columbus going to beat each other up pretty much. Okay. All right. I mean, hey. We'll, we'll see. Like I say, it's the too early to tell contenders of the MLS here, man. We got a couple of weeks here, so we really get into it. So check it out. I got to, I got to, I so I want to put this out there, Reggie. I'm going to just throw this out there and I want you to give me your opinion on this. Uh-oh. Pretender, pretender or contender? Orlando SC. Go. <laughs> pretender, man. Sing the song. <laughs> Man, they've been pretenders. Look, you having <laughs> one half half decent season don't make you nothing. Every year that they've been in existence, they ain't never been to the playoffs. Did they make the playoffs last year? I don't remember. Uh, I want to say, you know, they got pretty deep into that tournament, man. It was, of course, it was down there in Orlando. I'm not, I didn't do my homework. I can't remember if they made the playoffs or not. I want to say that they did. I'm not for sure. I the forgive first. me. I, I, <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody studying there, man. They are straight up pretenders, and I will always say that. I was gonna be pretenders, man. Joseph broke his broke his scoring record in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Joseph. Shout out Joseph for breaking <laughs> the record down there in Orlando, hey, man. So, hey. so y'all y'all heard it here first, man. Orlando are some pretenders. I'm sorry, Orlando. I'm sorry, Orlando SC. Y'all some pretenders. So, <laughs> speak, so, so look, that's that's a good way of moving right along, Reggie, man. It's talking about our beloved Atlanta United FC. We're going to talk about them for quite a minute, for, for a minute here. Um, of course, we know they are contenders. They Atlanta United FC is always going to be contenders. And if you want to, hey, I'm going to say it. If you want to come at me, come at me. So, <laughs> move, move, moving into this season, man, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of changes made. New coach. I think we talked about this on the previous podcast. Got a new coach in here. Well, it was it wasn't official. Now it's officially official. Gabriel Heinze, I think I hope I'm saying that right. The new coach from Argentina. Just for a minute before we talk about this roster and talk about this team moving forward, Reggie. Um, we talked about this a little bit off air, man. Argentina and just soccer, like you know, this is one of the premier countries, man, that's that's up there when you talk about international football. And there is a lot of talent out of this country. I mean, I can't, you know, yeah. I can sit up and I can, you know, just name names. When you think of Argentina, of course, you know, the first name comes to mind for me anyway, because I've been watching this for a while, is Diego Maradona. You can't mm. say Argentina without saying Diego Maradona. Shout out to him, RIP. We lost him last year, of course. Um, and then, you know, one of, of course, in my opinion, the, the one, I guess I say the one, a player in the world right now is, is Messi, who's from Argentina. Mm -hmm. They they produce just 
they produce soccer players, man, like it's nothing. I mean, you know, outside of the, you know, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, take it for what it's worth, the major players in, when it comes to international football, you know, you got to, of course, you can't talk about international football without talking about Brazil. Um, mm. And then you, you, you want to go over and you want to talk about some of the European teams you want to talk about. Of course, I think Germany is is there. You want to talk about, of course, England, where it all started. You want to talk about Italy. But then Argentina is in the mix as well. Reggie were producing play. What's going on down in Argentina? Why are they able to produce so many footballers down there, brother? Man, it's just so competitive. I think it's just that hunger. It's it's a part of their culture, for one. Once it becomes a part of your culture, man, you got more people playing. You got so many people trying to make it. And that league, man, is 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 that league is murderous. And if you, you know, you the reason why there's so many different players coming to America is because these rosters are so deep and some of these good players, very good players, and they're not even seeing playing time because of the guys in front of them. <laughs> you know? Exactly. You talk about Boca, Boca Juniors, River Plate, uh, Newell's Old Boy. I mean, you got, man, yeah. That that Argentinian league is no joke down there, man. Mm-hmm. San Lorenzo. Uh, absolutely, man. So Argentina is a very, very big hotbed of soccer. We talked about this a little bit off air, man. Like we started out with an Argentinian coach in Tata when he came to this to to this organization. And it's almost been like a South American pipeline ever since, right? Well, we kind of the De Boer years, we only had a couple of years with De Boer. We talked about that. We really don't know how to how that actually worked. Right. That, that may be a whole nother topic of conversation, but I want to talk to you a little bit now, Reggie, about like the new roster, the turnover that we have now with the new coach and literally, literally six Argentinians on this roster, man. How do you mm-hmm. feel about some of the new faces and how do you feel about this team moving forward with the new coach and 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 the new players that we have? I, mean, I don't know if you want to go into detail. I can I can give you a couple of names and, and maybe you can tell me how you feel about them. But initially, man, when you saw the turnover with this roster, how did it make you feel? You, you know what? Uh, unlike unlike um, a lot of other people, man, I was excited. Um, I had to come to terms with the fact that this is not a destination league. So you're not going to have players who've been with us for like five or six years outside of Joseph. You're not going to have a lot of players. Most of these players, man, will be with us maybe two, three years tops. And then either they either they move on to a to another league, a better league, or, you know, they go back. Go back to South America or whatever, or whatever you know, whatever, whatever uh, country they're from. So that's what I see a lot of time. I really don't. I don't. Um, I'm not under the illusion. So when I see new players coming in, and these are not just new players; these are very good players. Not just very good; they're also eager to to play for Heinze. When they found out they were going to play for him, some of them played under him in Argentina. So when they said, "Oh, we get to come here and keep playing with him," oh, I can't wait. Part of a successful team to me is the buy-in. You know, and if you get players who have already bought into the manager who can't wait to play for him and they're very good, you know, and not only that, they're going to make they're going to make practice really, really rough for each other. You know, so everybody's going to be trying to compete so that they can be on that starting 11. So I'm excited to see the new blood. I'm excited to see that they're young, hungry, eager to play for this guy. And um, I think ultimately He's brought in people that he wants and people who can play in his system. So that's another reason I'm excited, because 
I can't see him having a problem with the players at all. I see a lot of people buying in. It's going to be exciting, man. I've been looking at all the uh, all the different uh, methods of play he's been doing, you know, when he was over in the urban Argentina. So I'm really excited. Uh, absolutely. I, I am, too. I've just been doing a little homework, doing a little studying, watching clips. Uh, just to give you a couple of names of some of the guys that we got coming over, um, new faces that we're going to see. Uh, Franco Abara. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Bringing him over, a midfielder from Argentina, 19-year-old kid. Mm. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing what he can bring to the table. A, a interesting name. I'm a, I'm a big defenders guy, Reggie. I'm a, if you, I think you've known me for a while. We've talked about this, man. I'm a very big defender. Like Some of my favorite players are defenders. One of my favorite players <laughs> of the short period of Atlanta United is uh, LGP. Man. <laughs> LGP Ain't man was exactly <laughs> right, man. LGP was was my man, man. You know he was all over the place, man. Give or take, man. We we all mm-hmm. kind of knew he was like a head case from time to time. But mm-hmm. I have an affinity for defenders when it comes to soccer. We brought in a guy from uh, a long in the tooth international guy, uh, Lissandro Lopez mm-hmm. from Argentina, thirty eight years old, man. I think he's a gritty, grimy cat, man. Kind of puts you in the mindset of some of you know those gritty defenders like some of those European defenders that we've seen man like how how do how do you feel about like gritty defenders coming in and I I, I apologize I'm sorry Lopez is actually a four I want to say we brought in another defender from Argentina if I'm not mistaken I'm not give me I apologize but how do you feel about like those those gritty guys older veterans coming into the league man from over there uh, you know, I love it in, in a sense that because this is primarily a young team, um, this is not a retirement. It, it, well, I think it stopped being a retirement league probably about, you know, in the last four or five years anyway, because of this Argentinian pipeline, because of the South American pipeline with all these young players coming. When you have that, that many young players, man, you need leadership. You need someone who's going to sometimes take control of, you know, of either the locker room or take control on the pitch, you know, and just kind of keep people in the right direction. It's okay to have a lot of firepower, but sometimes you need the right person to aim that cannon. And so I don't think he's, you know, I don't think, for example, I don't see Lopez coming in to to start up anything or, you know, be a be a problem. I think he's there to to mellow people out and bring some leadership. So I think it's good. But I will say this, though, in terms of defenders, man, well, look, when I played basketball, I love playing defense. When I played football, I was a left inside linebacker, loved hitting. So um, I love defense, man. I love the midfield. I watched uh, Pogba when we had uh, <laughs> we had Pogba on our team uh, last year. No, two years ago. And I watched him send somebody flying about five yards out of bounds because he because <laughs> he bumped him out of bounds. I, I like that, man. We need we need we need some some animals in the midfield anyway, and on the back man. line too. I, I, I like I said, I like physical defenders coming up, man, and 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 doing that thing. And like you said, man, yeah, you, sometimes you got to have a pit bull in the midfield too that check 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 somebody as well. So I mean, we got you know moving forward, man. I think we we it's gonna be exciting. I'm. I'm excited to see how this is all going to transpire. Of course, with the players that we already have, with George Bello, um, 
that who I'm excited to see him. He's he's been coming along. Of course, I'm always another defender that, of course, is a favorite fan favorite. Um, and 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 um, uh, uh, just drop my Miles Robinson. There we go. <laughs> Miles, Miles <laughs> Robinson good. coming back, man. He 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 kind of fit into his own man. So I'm looking forward to that. Another another player that it looks like we picked up, man, from. Uh, on this regime here, uh, Santiago Sosa, who's a midfielder, a lot of people saying he's going to be that locksmith that that Nagby was. Um, he's a young young midfielder at 21. I don't know if you know a lot about him, but apparently he he can be uh, that that locksmith in the middle of the midfield for us. Of course, we got a uh, uh, Hosatu coming back in the midfield. Man, I so can't I'm, wait. <laughs> I'm excited, man. man. Yeah, and, and man, of course, you, man, he he was really doing it, man. When he first came in, we saw him scaring people. Absolutely, I was very impressed. It's gonna be, you know, I, I can't wait to get this thing jumped off. And honestly, Reggie, let's let's be realistic, man. We're ready to see the king. The, I'm sorry, the king of. <laughs> Of, of Atlanta United come back and make his return. None other than my man, Joseph Martinez, right? Yes, sir. We're ready, yes, ready to see this brother come back, man, and do his thing on the pitch. Something special, man. I mean, I, in in the history of the MLS, man, this dude broke so many records. Of course, Vela had to come along, right, the next year and break the record, and, but whatever. But whatever. Yeah. This this guy, this guy is a talent like I've never seen. And to have him back, I think, mm-hmm. puts us in the driver's seat in the East to, to put everybody on notice that the King is back. And mm-hmm. I think he he that mentality, everything is coming back. And if I know him like I think I know him, man, he's going to let his presence be known from day one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you know what, man? I think one of the biggest things that was missed about him last season was his leadership on the pitch and in the dressing room, man. He was missed, missed, missed. Because there was a lot of some. Sometimes, man, we would turn around and beat Dallas well. You know, we play a good game and then turn back around and then lose against Orlando or somebody. We, you know, we we were just not consistent. We didn't have that fight every single game. Joseph was always pulling people's coats, man. He wasn't going to let you drop off. He wasn't going to let you drop off. I was. I, I miss watching him cuss out people on the pitch. And <laughs> he demands it. You know, he demands people to, to meet him at his level. And so I think when he's back, man, he's not going to let nobody slack off. Not at all. It's going to be great. Oh, man. I can't wait, man. So, Reggie, man, we moving up to the mark, man. I wanted to get into – so, quick thoughts here. I mean, MLS is coming back. We'll have to do another episode as we get closer to the season starting. Like I said, we got preseason starting up with, with Atlanta United. Um, like I said, around the corner, March 13th, I think it's the first preseason match. Uh, the 20th, we got the Charleston Battery coming up to – to the uh to the grounds up in Marietta. We'll play Chattanooga and then Birmingham moving forward into the first of, of April. Um so it's like I said, it's 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 upon us. Uh really quickly, CONCACAF Champions League, by default, Atlanta United, we get back into CONCACAF Champions League. We got the draw here. Uh I'm not even finna sit here and pretend like I can pronounce the team that we drew. Out <laughs> of Costa Rica, Reggie. I don't know. Do you have any? Maybe you can pronounce. I don't. I'm not even gonna pretend. But we did no. draw a team. <laughs> <laughs> we did draw a team out of Costa Rica, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, and, first. Look, 
And look, they're not no busters either, man. These like like you were saying earlier, man. These these South American teams, man, they're vicious. They are, man. So we got a first the first round drew a team out of Costa Rica, of course. So just really quickly here as we move uh toward the end of the episode, man. How important is it for the MLS to kick down this damn door that we haven't been able to kick in for, for so long, man? Do is this the year the MLS finally gets up on on top of this and say, hey, you know what? We we've because LAFC was also close last year. I want to say they they were like literally, you know, just right there at it. I can't remember. I, I want to say I watched the final match with them, and I want to say it was it was Tigris, if I'm not mistaken, out of out of Mexico, mm-hmm. and they just they just couldn't get over the hump. Mm-hmm. Reggie, can we get can we get this can we get an MLS team to win this thing, man? Can we don't do? Worry, is this the year, man? Don't worry, Atlanta will be in it. I'm sorry. I don't care about nobody else, and I'm just I'm biased. I'm biased as hell. So the way I see it. We are going to be in the Club World Cup. I see us playing Liverpool. I see us playing Manchester City in the Club World Cup. That's how I see it. And it's very important because for MLS to be considered a legitimate league in the rest of the world's eyes, we have to be competitive. And the only way we can compete is to show up, you know. On the world stage. On the world stage. Yeah, it's the Champions League, man. And you know what? I didn't I didn't want LFC to go LAFC to go. Everybody's like, you know, <laughs> let's let's everybody go. You know, we need to have someone from MLS to represent. Well it, it started a couple of years ago. It, it started a couple of years ago with Toronto. Toronto almost got in there. Mm-hmm. Toronto almost got in there a couple of years ago, went to PKs, I want to say. Mm-hmm. LAFC tried it last year, they couldn't make it. We 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 we've had some unlucky draws. Like we've had to go up against like some powerhouses, and mm-hmm. just you know, uh, I, th- I want to say the first year we got it was Monterey, mm-hmm. you know, who, who was a very you know exceptional team in mm-hmm. Mexico on its own. Second year, it's Club America, of course. I say no more. It's, it's Club America. Damn it, it was one of the most <laughs> prestigious, <laughs> one of the most prestigious clubs in Mexico, right? But right. this year, man. It could be we got we, we we slipped in there because there was no open cup. We are the defending open cup champions, so we slipped in there. So exciting to see how that all transpire here, and it it'll be coming up pretty soon. First round of that. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the name of this club that we're about to play in the first round. <laughs> so, look, me either, man. We'll we'll be there, man. <laughs> oh, look, so Reza, I didn't get a chance. We didn't get a chance to talk about Prim. I have to bring you back to talk about it because I know there's a lot of stuff going on. Over there, um, I want to shout, shout out to shout out to the homeboy Ted. Right, he said he was gonna jump on here. I think he's scared to jump on here and talk about punk ass gunners. I think he's scared. <laughs> I think he's scared, man. Shout, shout out to him, man, because you you know how it is, man. I, I'm ready. I got I got all kind of ammo ready oh, for him. Punk ass gunners. Punk ass gunners up there in, 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 in North London. Y'all come up there and see us in the top four, Ted. Y'all come up there and see us. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah. Shots fired. Shots fired. Yeah, man. So 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 Prim Talk, man, Reggie, we'll have to come back and do it, man. Right now it's a lot of going on over there. Shout out to 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 man you really quickly. Bournemouth, man. Give me an update on what's going on with Bournemouth, brother. Man, look here. We 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 finally getting our act together because we had slipped, man. We we started to crash and burn. The wheels fell off in December. We went from second or third in the league down to sixth. 
you got to stay in at least sixth place so that you can make the playoffs. So we're currently in sixth, man. We won the game yesterday. We've been doing pretty good since we got this new coach. So I'm, I'm looking to get back. All right, man. Fingers and toes crossed we get back, man. As always, Reggie, man, I really do appreciate you coming on with me, man, and talking some soccer tonight, man. We we let it ride, man. Had a very, very spirited conversation about what's going on, and I'm going to definitely bring you back as as time grows near to right at the start of the season. And, of course, during the season, we'll, we'll do this again. So, Reggie, man, you always, you know, you have a few things going on. Let the people know what you got going on and let the people know how they can support you. Hey, hey, look here. So one of the first things you want to do is go ahead and support that Go Food. Go Food, get your Go Food. We link business and the beautiful game. You can always check us out. First off, go to YouTube, check us out, check out the, the, the latest episode. Go to IG, find us at Go Food. That's G, the number zero A L F. Zero zero D. So go food, check us out, love us, like and subscribe. It ain't gonna hurt nobody. Definitely not, definitely not, man. Y'all definitely go over there and check him out on Gold Food, man. And I'm pretty sure he has, you know, moving out of this COVID thing, man. He got a lot of stuff lined up for y'all, man. So y'all stay tuned, man. He's he's doing the big over there, man. So listen, check us out, like, subscribe, follow us over there. On Facebook, the Leo G Show, like Reggie just said, it ain't gonna cost you a thing to support us, man. Come on, mm-hmm. support us. I know you want to. Also, <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me. You can follow the Leo G Show on Twitter. That's at the Leo G Show, the number one on Twitter. At the Leo G Show, the number one. You can also follow me on my personal Twitter account if you want to talk footy, soccer, whatever. If you want to come at me about Atlanta United, you know I'm I'm, I'm meaning these Twitter streets, and I will defend my team. That's at Southern Set with two P's. <laughs> <laughs> at Southern Set He's on Twitter, man. Holler at me there. This has been another Leo, uh, edition of the Leo G Show, man. I appreciate you, Reggie, and we'll br- definitely bring you back in the future, man, if that's okay with you. Hey, man, thank you so much for having me. I always appreciate it because who else am I going to talk to, man? I talk, I talk too much about this sport. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up, no doubt, man. We'll, we'll see y'all next time.